Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is Who's There, the episode 27 uh, Who's There of the week that we did our live show, which was <laughs> yeah. earlier this week. Hope you liked it. It seemed like people liked it. People have been I telling us it. to come to their towns. It's like really great. It's great. We got an offer to sleep on someone's couch or bed. No, they said they'll give us their bed. They'll give us their beds in D.C. So seems like we're so going nice. to D.C. I love D.C. It's so hot right now, though. So Well, we won't go until like the election. We'll do like an election themed. Like they like that stuff there, right? Yeah, we'll get like a... Uh... We'll get like Mike Pence to come and Tim Kaine to come. That'll be fun. They're free, right? Like they're just in DC waiting for people to tell them to do things, right? Okay, cool. It's fun. Um, Speaking of politics, uh, have you been watching the respective RNC DNCs? I have. I wasn't watching today because I just watched the uh, finale of Stranger Things, but I did watch yesterday. So I saw like Bill Clinton and Merrill. And um, did you see Deborah? No, I missed Deborah, and I saw part of Lena and America, but I didn't see the whole thing. Howard Dean, but I guess he's not really a who. No, I mean, it's really been a wonderful mix of who's and them's. Like, I love the idea that Chloe Grace Moretz is, like, hobnobbing it with, like, Meryl, you know? Has like, she they're just spoken hanging yet? Out. She has not. I tweeted, um, I tweeted asking when she's speaking in some uh, Chloe Grace... Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz uh, fan Twitter responded that it's, she'll still be speaking on Thursday. <laughs> Wait, so you just tweeted like into the ether? You didn't tweet at someone specifically? You were just like, hey, fam, like, <laughs> when is Chloe going to yep. speak? Yeah, well, I wanted to know when she was on the schedule and someone was like, Thursday. The context of what she's speaking about, I'm not sure. Like, I thought it was really interesting when Deborah Messing got up and you were like, here we go. But then she said <laughs> stuff about 9-11 and you were like, oh, well, okay, cool, bye. I'm I'm still focused on on what happened, like the chain of events that occurred after you tweeted at Chloe Grace Moretz. What what alarm bell went off in a in a tween's basement that was like wait 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 like they've got to respond to the Chloe Grace Moretz tweets. Speaking of Chloe Grace Moretz, did you see who Weekly fan Emily Fleischer found Chloe Grace Moretz at the DNC? <laughs> yes, and, and took, took a, a selfie with her? with her. The story apparently is that she was at a party with Who's and Them's, but spotted the Who, went to take a picture with her, and then shouted to her friends, "I found the Who," and then had to explain what a Who was, which is above and beyond her patriotic duty to this podcast that's perfect (laughs) it's perfect um but yeah speaking of the dnc which is happening currently i feel like we should address something that a lot of people have been tweeting at us about well first let's play the theme song you will say that okay Lindsay. but back to uh, what were you going to mention Uh, about the dnc i just want to talk about this video that played this this uh, what would you call it abomination of our politics uh the most embarrassing thing democrats have ever done no what would you call it acapella i think that's i think that's i think that's correct um it was also it made me feel like i was a small boat in the ocean um and a big wave was set into motion and then (laughs) capsized my boat and then I drowned in the Can ocean. Can we discuss that fight <laughs> song? Rachel Platten's fight song has been a favorite of Bobby's bef- way before this podcast was even a twinkle in our eyes. Bobby has been standing for Rachel Platten's fight song. Can I tell the story behind this really quickly? It's short. 
um, when this song was released, uh, our friend Steven is very on top of new releases because that's his job. And so he hears things immediately and is like, this is good, this is bad, and we'll like send it to people who he thinks will enjoy it. And so when Fight Song came out, literally the day Fight Song was released as a single by Rachel Platten, um, he sent it to me, and I feel like it was in a larger email chain, and he said, oh, Bob, this is you'll love this. And I you'll started it. You'll love this it. trash song. You'll love this garbage song or something. And I start and it started playing and imme- and I was like, oh, I see why he thinks I'll love this because it's some very corny ballad with a female vocalist. Oh, he thinks he knows me. And a minute into the song, <laughs> I was sold and it was my favorite song of all time. And I was so upset because I'm so obvious. Anyway, that's why. So it immediately became my favorite song, partly because I didn't want it to be. And because I didn't want it to be, I needed it even more. I gotta say, the reason why I think he knew this would be your favorite song is because of your obsession with Brave. Because Sarah Bareilles is Brave. This is a spiritual sequel to Brave, yes. So we've talked about this song now for way too long. We should play (laughs) this video. Let's play the video and, and refresh ourselves as to who was in this. Who and who. Okay, so the thing is... Elizabeth Banks directed this, and so because Elizabeth Banks directed this, she's featured heavily in it, and also she called in some favors to a lot of Pitch Perfect people. Well, also because it's acapella, that's the joke. The joke is that it's acapella, but the funnier part about this is that she managed to get, I would say, 94, 95% of the people involved in studio and like performing in front of the nice cameras, in front of the green screen, and then the remaining... Five to six percent of people just filmed, like, filmed themselves with their webcam on their MacBook and yeah. sent it in. So you'll see these weird anomalous blips where it's like America Ferrera with headphones in what is clearly her trailer on set of something, <laughs> and like Alan Cumming dancing with his dog. Yeah. So next up, we're gonna play this song. I'm clicking play now. This is for Hillary. Mandy Moore. I also, it's interesting how Mandy Moore is like the star of Rachel Platten. What else? She was, she's already bought all all of her Tropicana for the week. Who's that guy? Who's that girl? The two people on the right I know, but I have Aisha Tyler. Mandy Moore. (laughs) Rachel Platten again. Rachel Platten. She does look a lot like Mandy Moore. They look like sisters, yeah. Oh, wait. Girl on the left, no idea. No idea who that is. Oh, Maria Bello. John Michael Higgins. No idea. Bottom left, no idea. So that girl's from Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect girl. That's Rob Reiner for some reason. Oh, yeah, Reiner. There's Kathy to Jimmy. Kathy to Jimmy. In the middle. Kathy to Jimmy's And then a billion who's surrounding Kathy to Jimmy. No idea. John Michael Higgins. Oh, is that the guy from Pitch Perfect who's the other one? Yes, yes, they're doing their thing. Why is T.R. Knight in this? America Ferrera from her You can ask that about everyone in this. Uh, And then Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda calling in from a spaceship. Julie Bowen also (laughs) calling in from a spaceship. Jamie King for some reason. Everybody's worried about I don't know who any of these people are. The guy, so a lot of these, what's really crazy is that a lot of these who's look like other who's. Like this guy looks like Frankie Grande. The other guy looks like Zac Efron. Who, who I guess is that? Who's far left? Okay, Platten. Like Maria Abramovich's little sister. There's uh, Jesse Taylor Ferguson and Kristen Chenoweth. I forgot about her. Uh, these women all look the same. 
Oh, Eva Longoria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see what's happening here. No idea. You'd think she'd keep the continuity. Uh, Esther Dean, Pitch Perfect, Adina Menzel. And the guy from Pitch Perfect. There's Connie again. Give Connie more time. These people know who that is. My nemesis, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Was that Captain McPhee? I don't know. That was Captain McPhee. For two seconds. Esther Dean. I'm Esther Dean. Esther Dean is uh, a Rick Rubin-esque character where she's very famous in the music industry, but no one outside the music industry knows who she is. She's written like almost every song. Every song. There's Connie Britton again. There's some kid. This kid. Who is that? Who is that kid? The kid is really funny. I don't like the guy on the right. The guy on the right is awful. He's a Canadian YouTuber. Oh, is he? Which says everything. I mean, just the fact that Mandy Moore is like the star of this video says so many things. I hate this. Nikki Reed and Ian Somerhalder. Oh, right, because they're Kid. This, like, disinterested Alan kid. Alan Cumming not learning the words is my Knight, favorite thing. T.R. Knight, who is from Grey's Anatomy, he, he died a while ago, but he's most famously from that show. He got, yeah. like, one second of screen time in this video. Oh, they become the flag. But there's just a bunch of clues repeated. Is that Nick Jonas, like, secretly? No. And then oh, this... Oh, Sia. Wow, I'm glad we did uh, that live. <laughs> So that's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough to edit. Um, I'm just um, gonna put the song over it, but we have I to guess... sync it up correctly. Ugh, I will. Um, but let me just read the Wait, names. Wait, I'm of the people. sorry. Mary what? Louise Parker was not in that. That can that I? List well, I was going to read. I'm gonna read the names from the official press release of who was in this, and tell me if you remember seeing them and slash who they are. Ready? Here okay. we go. Okay. Aisha Tyler. We went over her last week. Saw her. Alan Cumming. Didn't learn the lyrics, just danced with his dogs. He is a Broadway person. There's no reason why he would ever learn these lyrics. America Ferrero, who is definitely doing it from her trailer at the DNC because she spoke. <laughs> yes. Ben Platt, Billy Porter, and Chrissy Fid, who I believe are all Pitch Perfect people. Uh, maybe? Ben Platt is Pitch Perfect. Um, Billy Billy Porter is just a um, like a Broadway person, so he's a singer. And okay. then Chrissy Chrissy Fit? Chrissy Fit is in Pitch Perfect too. Okay. Yes. Connie Britton, who we all know. Elizabeth Banks, who we all know. Ellen Green? Oh, Ellen Green is, um, she's the older one who you were like, who's that lady? Yeah. Is she a character actress? She's the one who kind of looks like, um, I I said that she looked like Maria Abramovich's little sister. She's just an actress. So she was in Little Shop of Horrors. I think that's what she's most famous for. Oh, she's like a character actress. Yeah, she's a character actress. She's slightly older. She has been in lots of things. She's like a Broadway person. Got it. She's She's 65. Okay, Esther Dean, who we talked about, Eva Longoria, who you know, Garrett Clayton, who sounds familiar. Is he like a is he like a YouTube person? He's the one who looks like Zac Efron, but not. He's from Teen Beach Movie, which is actually a very good description of somebody who looks like Zac Efron, who's not. Hannah Mae Lee, who I believe is from Pitch Perfect. Ian yes. Somerhalder, who we've been over. He's from like uh, Vampire Lost Diaries. And is married to Nikki. Rules Reed. of Attraction. Yes. Idina Nikki Menzel, Reed was also who you in know. It. Jamie King, who we've been over many times. Perfect Who. Jane Fonda, who, like, I don't even know how she got in this. That was weird. Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Bobby's nemesis. John Michael Higgins, is he? John Michael Higgins is, I think, technically, he is a Who, because you wouldn't know him by name, but he's in so many things. He's um, so in Pitch Perfect. He's best in show. 
He's pitch he's pitch perfect. In pitch perfect, he plays the announcer that's like the announcer that goes with Elizabeth Banks announcer. So he they're yes. they're the joke is that they're the announcers and they're rude. And he walks he walks the Shih Tzu in Best in Show. Only you, know, you would know that. Also, Josh, Josh Lucas, Lucas is such a who. was not in this. I did not see Josh Lucas. He's such a who. You know the thing. You know the thing about Josh Lucas. So Josh Lucas is the a little too early Bradley Cooper who didn't make it. Yes, yes. Bradley, he's like the Bradley Cooper that never happened. Who does he marry? They to? thought he who would happen because he? he was in he was in Sweet Home Alabama. He, oh, was, he was in, so good in um, a couple like of those art movies. What was that David Gordon Green movie he was in where he's like the evil uncle with Jamie Bell? Doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, but he was sort of being groomed to be some A-list, handsome, didn't happen. big name. And it didn't happen. All right. Uh, we can, we can move he on. was just in Mysteries of Laura, which is funny, which didn't With happen. With Deborah Messing, which is probably yes. why he ended up here. Okay. Yes. Moving on. Julie Bowen, the wonderful Kathy Najimy. Uh, who is Mike Tompkins? Oh, I looked him up. Mike. T- oh, Mike Tompkins is the one who looks like Frankie Grande, the one that you were upset by. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> he is a um he's a Canadian singer. The reason why I was upset by him to be clear was because he was in so much of the video, like so much of it. Yeah, because he's an a cappella guy. Oh, okay. So he actually so was he's singing a, is what you're saying. He's an a cappella guy and he is Ellen loves him. On like this is me. I'm looking at um Ellen loves him. I'm okay. looking at I'm looking at his Wikipedia. But he's a Canadian YouTuber and his specialty is acapella and specifically beatboxing which is my nightmare okay so nikki reed who we went over um they spelled her name wrong on this press release which is funny <laughs> yeah. did you notice did. that rachel platten who sang bobby's favorite song flights a uh, fight song renee fleming a very famous opera singer who i definitely did not see my favorite thing about renee fleming's wikipedia entry is that it says she's an american opera singer and soprano in what world does telling me what your, you know, what what do you call those? Your vocal range, if you're a soprano or an alto or a whatever, how does that help me identify you? I actually recognize her and know her name. I did not see her in that video. I believe that she contributed to the singing, but I don't think that they gave her She was in the video. Time. She was in the video. I noticed her. Okay. Rob Reiner was in that. That's cool. He They definitely didn't. That was kind of random. Um, Shelly Regner, who I don't pitch know perfect who that girl is. pitch perfect pitch good job. perfect Sia who yep. was at the end and my favorite person in this video who got maybe 0.5 seconds of screen time TR Knight TR Knight was what was his name George in Grey's Anatomy He was in Grey's Anatomy he died and then he had that big controversy with the other Grey's Anatomy guy who um called him a slur and got kicked off but also he died um, wasn't he dating um, the the woman from You've Got Mail in Grey's Anatomy? Weren't they in love Wait, before the he woman died? From You've Got Mail. Who are you calling the woman from You've Got Mail? The oh Zabar's cashier. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were. Yeah. I hate that you go. I hate that you call Callie from Grey's Anatomy the You've Got Mail woman. That is such a specific you reference. This is a cash only line. Get in another line. Happy Thanksgiving. It's your turn to say Happy Thanksgiving back. Happy Thanksgiving back. <laughs> the sad thing is, like, I can't even say her real name. I'm like, respect her, but I don't know her <laughs> real. Oh, her name is Sarah Ramirez. I didn't look that up. Sarah, Sarah Ramirez, Ramirez, yeah. But weren't they an item in the show? They were. That's all I remember because I stopped watching after he died or before he died. 
I think he died on an elevator. There was this whole thing where he was like, oh, no, no, no. It was so bad, Bobby. The way that he died was he got hit by a bus and they didn't know it was him for the whole episode. They were calling the person John Doe, but we knew. And then at the end, they found out that it was him who was John Doe and it was crazy. That's awful. So are we done with this horrible video? I hope so. Honestly, Trump's going to win because of this video. <laughs> Don't you dare say that. <laughs> Not to get political, but Trump's going to win because of this video. Um, uh, I don't want to uh, accept or deny that statement. I do. There's going like... to be a there's going to be a game changey book that gets an HBO movie in like 2025. And it's going to be about the backlash to Elizabeth Banks for allowing Trump to win by making do this video. Do you think that they asked Merrill's to do it? Merrill's like, uh, haven't I done enough? <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> I think that exact conversation happened, yeah. Um, let's move on. We have a call. That was just a random little rip for you. Uh, here is our first call. Hi, Who Weekly. This is Julia from England. Um, I'm mostly calling to prove to you that you have fans over here. I'm spreading it around my friends. Everyone loves it. Um, also, I feel kind of shit asking this because he seems like a dick. But who the fuck is Jeffrey Starr? Um, please, can you tell me? Maybe not in too much years because he sounds like an absolute arsehole. So apologies for asking about such prick. Anyway, good to fall on Bellathorn. Thanks, bye. So who is Jeffrey Starr? You... You have to take this. Why? Okay, fine. I saw this and I decided I'm not doing this. Here's the thing. I cannot figure out this drama at all. This got dragged, this drama got dragged off, dragged along way further than what it actually was, which was a very simple miscommunication slash could have been solved in an email chain slash business transaction. Basically what happened was, Jeffrey Starr, who is a MySpace error leftover. Could I call him that? MySpace era leftover, who has like a music career, but also does makeup. It's shocking that he's only 30 because I feel like he's been around a very long time. I, Lindsay, I had no idea who this person was. (laughs) So he is a, he is a, He's a thing. He does makeup. That's his thing. So the other person in this feud is Kat Von D. Also somebody I'm not quite sure about, but she also does makeup and that's her thing. She dated the Nazi that Sandra Bullock dated. I do remember that. I don't know if they're still dating. Remember that guy? Um, uh, Jesse James. Yes. I don't know. If, I don't think they're still dating, but she also has, they both have makeup lines. They're both like makeup people. Um, yeah. And they had a feud because Jeffrey Starr's friend, Kat Von D's friend did a logo for Jeffrey Star, and then uh, Jeffrey Star didn't pay this person. That's literally the feud. Um, but meanwhile, do we know how much he, how much money he was owed? No, I no, none of this was ever actually uh, like detailed. Detailed. It was just, it was just like pay my friend, pay my friend, and whatever. <laughs> But point being, the this feud ended with a 23-minute-long vlog from uh, Jeffree Star that yeah. I refuse to watch. I refuse well, to that's, watch. that's the bullet point that I saw when I was trying to figure this story out. Like, before the calls came in, I was trying to figure this out because I saw it all over the tabloids. And when I got to the point 
um, in the story where it said that they released a 23-minute video, I said, I'm not wasting any mental energy on this. I can't watch this. I don't care about these people. Um, How did it end? I didn't watch it. (laughs) I did. (laughs) So this is just still going on. We don't know what happened. I think it's over. Like, I think the fight's over. I think somebody got paid. I think the person got paid. But honestly, just send an invoice and move on. This is so boring. Anyways, we're done with this. Um, Thank you for spreading Who Weekly to your friends in England. I'm sorry you have to pay attention to this garbage, honestly. I I feel like I still don't know all the details, but also I still don't care. I did just look I did just look at at the tweets and the matter the matter between myself and Jeffrey Star has been amicably resolved and I will have no further comments on the matter. I'm sorry, unlike the 12 refinery 9 blog 29 blog posts that uh, detailed this feud, I just told you it in like 2 minutes. So let's not even drag it out. Okay, fine. Um so we're going to move on. Hey Lindsay, hey Bobby. Um can you do a segment on um, Ed? What is it? Oh, Ed Hartwell and Keisha Knight Pulliam. Um, they're getting a divorce, and he wants a paternity test um, just after she announced that she was pregnant. So that is very interesting to me. He looks familiar, and I don't know why. Um, so yeah, that's that would be great. And love the podcast. You guys are hilarious, and uh, have a great day. Bye. Bye. I love leaving in the compliments. Like, we could easily edit out the compliments for the show. I would never, but, oh, ever edit out the compliments. Let's leave them in. No. I, are um, you kidding? I would never edit them out. No. Absolutely not. Um. So, uh, Ed Hartwell and Keisha Knight-Pulliam. You, I'm, I'm sure everyone knows Keisha Knight-Pulliam. If you didn't know her by name, uh, you know her by her most famous role, which is Rudy Huxtable on The Cosby Show. Um, she was in it from the very beginning. Unlike Sandra... Who showed up in what season two and was suddenly their oldest child and never existed at the beginning? I don't. Re- I don't accept Sandra as a Huxtable child. I do accept Rudy. Um, so after Rudy left the Cosby Show, I clearly feel like this she... is yours. So Rudy... she didn't do. She wasn't the one who did porn, right? Who did porn? No, that was the what other family show? There was a there was a family show where family the daughter matters. did porn. It was Family Matters. Yeah, it was. Um, who was the the aunt who lived with them and had the daughter? It was the daughter. Okay. Anyways, sorry. It I wasn't the Winslow. It, it wasn't the like nuclear Winslow family. It was the other one. So um, the only problematic Cosby is Cosby. Yes. The only problematic Cosby is Cosby, as well as the cast members who sort of defend him. I think Malcolm Jawal- Jamal Warner sort True. of was like, it's fine. Like, he was nice to me. And also maybe Keisha did too but anyway that's not the point so Keisha has (laughs) sort of been uh she hasn't completely left the spotlight because she's been around and she's been sort of acting a little bit but you'll recognize her she looks the same like you look at her and you're like that's Rudy Huxtable Mm -hmm. but she's still around like she has a very active Instagram account and so on Instagram account I think maybe it was her Twitter she announced in December that she was engaged to this former football player named Ed Hartwell. As you know or as I hope you know if you've been listening to the podcast, I don't know anything about sports. So I went to this guy's um Wikipedia page to find out what sport he played. He's a football he's a football player, but former football player. Um and I thought this was really funny, so I went through his I went through his career history which lists all the teams he's played for let's let's begin 
Why number are we one, doing this? <laughs> because okay. listen, this is really funny. So okay. number one, Baltimore Ravens. Couldn't tell you any details about the Baltimore Ravens, but I've heard of them. Number two, Atlanta Falcons. Couldn't tell you any details, but I've heard of them. Number three, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Same. Number four, Oakland Raiders. That's 2008. Number five, the last team he played for was the Las Vegas Locomotives. That's a team? Did you know that was a team? (laughs) The Las Vegas Locomotives. Wait, I have a question. Why locomotives? Out of all the things in Las Vegas that are notable to use as your... I don't know. Are there, is there even uh, a... Is there a popular locomotive in Las Vegas? I don't know. When I sort of think of the Southwest, like, people got there to the railroads. That's how we started sending people to the other side of the country because of railroads. So maybe like there's there something so to do with that. But I don't Las think the Transcontinental icons. Railroad even goes through Nevada. Why wouldn't you call them, does. like, the Las Vegas Celine Dion's or the Las... <laughs> The like Las Vegas bingo tables or the Las the Vegas. Las Vegas Ocean's Elevens. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like there's so many the more Las iconic... Vegas buffet. Um, that would be amazing. Locomotives? But they they their shortened name is the Locos, which is kind of cool. I like that. So their helmets say Locos. Also, the team doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> the team like went out of business. How do you how do you describe a folding team? The team existed from 2009 to 2012. Um, doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, so what happened was Keisha was engaged to Ed at the end of last year. So they became engaged. It was a thing. I remember that because Keisha was back in the news. Oh, cool. Good for Keisha. She's happy. She's going to get married. Great. They were married soon after. They were married at the beginning of the year sometime in January. They kind of felt the map. We forget about Keisha and Ed because whatever. They've, they found their happiness. A couple weeks ago, the story is, oh, my God, Keisha's pregnant. And it's sort of like it was a it was a news story because oh my god the youngest Cosby child is now having a baby that's an interesting sort of generational transition where the youngest person of this generation is now creating a new life blah 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 that's sort of interesting. A week later, <laughs> they announced their divorce, <laughs> and they announced their divorce, and he said that he didn't believe that he was the father. So Ed was like. No, 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 no! I'm not the father. Keisha cheated on me. What? Which you don't want to believe. You don't want to believe that Rudy cheated on her husband. No, Rudy is a sympathetic character. Everyone loves Keisha, so Keisha immediately fires back and says, "No, no, 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 no! Ed cheated on me." So now Ed wants a paternity test. Oh um, God! You think the they story. would figure that stuff out before she announced it on her Instagram? Well, you would think that. Kathy and Jimmy would not show up at a Democratic National Convention video directed by Elizabeth Banks in which she sings Fight Song. You would think a lot of things. Some of the best moments of this Us Weekly article detailing these details. Detailing these, the kicker of this. You ready? Ready. Pulliam has yet to comment on Hartwell's divorce filing. On July 22nd, she showed off her growing baby bump on Instagram. On Monday, she appeared happy, telling her fans on social media that she braved the 100-degree weather in Atlanta to get a haircut. <laughs> fascinating i love it now that's some reporting uh next call hey bobby and Lindsay. long time listener first time caller stephanie here i've always wanted to say that um i have a question about baby who's and if your parents are thems then are the babies automatically a thems like 
Sari Cruz, everyone pretty much knows her. Is she a who now? Because she's not so much in the tabloids. Um, and who are then the biggest baby who's and the most popular baby who's, I guess? Thanks. Bye. I'm going to have a very um, unsatisfying response to this. Yeah. The baby who's are all the babies who are not Blue Ivy, Northwest, or Saint West, or any of the Kardashian children. What I cannot about... name I cannot name another baby. What about, well, Suri was a baby them. Suri's not a baby anymore. Okay. So you're saying the baby's currently current babies. I think, I think, I think what she said, I think what she said is the obvious uh, defining characteristic. Both of their parents have to be current. She said both of their parents have to be thems, but I think even uh, making that even more detailed, both of their parents have to be very, very current thems. It's true. Where there can't be any question that they're thems. I feel it's the thems in the like, moment who are currently getting coverage. Well, I feel like Brangelina and uh, Kanye and Kim and uh, Beyonce and Jay Z set the standard of having a them baby so high that the mm-hmm. only other babies that can really compete are like the royal oh, baby. Charlotte and George. Charlotte yeah. and George, yeah. We said that at the same time. The royal baby. Or, I mean, what, there are really not that many, like, them, them babies at this point. Because if we, if we know one thing about who liberties, they love reproducing. They're always having babies. And I cannot, I can barely keep track of the who's. I'm not going to keep, I will never, if you, I will never know Ali Fedotowski's baby's name. Ever. I will I never know it. Molly. <laughs> I'm sorry. You think? You think? I'm pretty sure it's Molly. I'm not going to remember that. You said it last week. Um, Definitely a couple that is them who is having a who baby. I'll just say that. You default to who baby. That baby needs to work for itself to get up to to them status if it wants to, (laughs) um, to do that. That is up to that baby. Right? Yeah. You know? So I would think I'm, – I'm trying to think of other really famous babies. There was um, – Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow had the, the famous babies. Number one, they they were both thems, but then they gave them weird names. So they were instantly recognizable and they had had like tabloid coverage. Moses and Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were babies, they were them babies. But again, that follows the rule of both of them had to be extreme thems. Like the upper echelon of the Dems. I mean, if you are a couple and you have a name, like a one name, like a Brangelina or whatever, that is a very, that is a them. You will have a them baby for sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you go to my favorite website, People's Celebrity Babies, People Babies. Have you ever been to this uh, People Babies? Have it I is ever? Yes, I've been there. extremely good. Um. No one on here is a them, basically. I mean, if you no. just go down the list, you have Eva Amari, Christine Likens' blog, Finding Our New Normal with a Newborn. She was on um, Step by Step, I think. Tatiana Ali's blog, Finding My Mom, Me, Superpowers. Marla Sokolov's blog, Is Anywhere Truly Terror Proof? This is insane. They give them blogs? <laughs> they all have their own blogs, yeah. Wale welcomes daughter Zyla Moon. Ernie and Cindy Halverson, welcome son Ernest Zhang. This really is just wow. Anyways. Um, also, I hate to do this to you, but 
you pronounced her name wrong again. It's Eva Amuri. I honestly get at it. Please. No, I refuse. No. Absolutely you mispronounce not. it every week, Lindsay. I don't. I choose to not pronounce her name the way that it fits as a pun in her blog. Excuse me. I refuse. It fits as a pun because that's how it's pronounced. I refuse. No. <laughs> well, I refuse to learn who baby names. <laughs> oh, you know whose baby's definitely going to be a them? Uh, uh, China and Rob's. Oh, yeah. I mean, it already is. Let's continue on our journey. There's your answer. Next call. Um, yeah, that was a fun call. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, so, the big news is that Comic-Con just announced that Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. And my first response was, who? So, I'm wondering if you think Captain Marvel is a who. I mean, she is. Even I hear myself saying it, and, like, she is a who of superheroes. So... Hoping you can explain who she is. Um, yeah, that's it. And Brie Larson is, is a them. Bye. Let's start this off by saying Bobby and I are both not comic book stands or nerds, just to be uh, clear. So, yeah, and I know that whatever we say about Captain Marvel will be corrected in a future call. And we love that. And that's great. And you should correct us. Um, but just know that neither of us are experts in this field. Captain Marvel is a Marvel superhero that's been around for a really long time, since the 60s, and she's had several names, but I guess the name or the the version of Captain Marvel that Brie will be playing um, is Carol Danvers, and Carol Danvers has been around for a long time. She's basically a mutant, as far as I can tell. Uh, she, I guess all of the, the superheroes underwent some sort of transformation that caused them to have their powers. But hers was some sort of weird, there's some sort of alien hybrid thing going on. Um, there's a, the alien race is called the Krees, but I could not tell you much about the Krees at, at all. So I won't even try. But she's a sort of human alien hybrid and she has, um, she kind of seems like a, a jack of all trades when it comes to superheroes. Because she has like super strength, uh, super eyesight, super senses, everything's great. And then she has one of the only like feminist icons in in Marvel superhero lore in this whole universe. So it was a big deal that they cast Brie Larson number one because she's a huge she's a huge superhero. Number two, she hasn't been in a movie yet. I thought that she's if if she she just got cast last week, but she's certainly been on the short list because I assumed that she had already been cast. So when it was news i thought that that was old news but it was just because she had been floated as the front runner for so long so that's all i can say about captain marvel so i'm what's interesting too is that we talk about brie larson before as being kind of this like people still are like who even though she has been in so many beloved critically acclaimed oscar winning things people are still a little bit confused as to who i wouldn't she say is. so many she's a been in a few uh, like a like awards caliber things. She has been in enough. This is not. Yeah. She has been in a lot of things that are that have been. But they weren't box office hits the way that. Um, her career know. is so short that she's done enough work that where the majority of the work that she's done in her short career so far has been like beloved yeah. and gotten her on list. So the point is that she 
she won the Oscar. People are still confused as to who she was. Now she's going to be in like back to back, like the King Kong movie. She's mm-hmm. gonna be in what's her what else is she in like gonna be in soon? Oh, she's gonna be in uh this one like free free fire i feel like that's supposed to be a thing because uh killian murphy's in it it's called free fire free fire i don't know much about it yeah i don't know anything about it but i think it's supposed to be a thing i mean i guess for i guess for our the fact that she'll be in call the king kong movie and now captain marvel essentially back to back she's gonna be this big superhero super action person and this is a huge deal and she definitely is gonna be like Uh, you know the jennifer lawrence the next jennifer lawrence the alongside jennifer lawrence uh actress i mean also she'll be perfect because she's already super i feel like she'll make a great action star she's already to me that type of person in my yeah and for a while for a while i assumed that jennifer and brie were would be competing for the same roles but i think they're just different enough where they won't they won't be competing for the same roles i don't think also, don't you feel like Jennifer Lawrence's superhero has been kind of not as important to her career? Like, it's something she does, and I'm sure she makes a lot of money. Well, yeah, because she had started it. the superhero. She started the superhero stuff before she got her right. major critical acclaim. Right. So it's almost something so someone, that you forget. Our friend Griffin, um, when I was on his podcast that he does with David Sims, um, Blank Check, which is great. You should all listen to it. He had just come from seeing. Uh, apocalypse x-men and we were talking about it and i said how how was how was the movie was it good and he said i thought it was fine but do you want to know who didn't like it at all and i said who and he goes jennifer lawrence he said the whole movie he just said it made it seem like she was miserable filming that movie um because she's sick of doing shit like that and it's Bree's more interested because Bree's on the earlier side of her career even though they're the same age. I mean also don't you think that if Jennifer Lawrence Ish. had gotten on the superhero bandwagon later in her career when she was the most profitable beloved person she is now they would have given her a better superhero character like she could have been you know they just would have given her a better role. I think they would have given her Marvel stuff instead of I mean, I guess X-Men are Marvel people, but they would have given her a better role. Yeah, you're right. I just feel like she fades into the background of that of that X-Men series. And also X-Men is secondary to Avengers now. The Avengers movies are better. X-Men is less. Well, right. Because when the X-Men when the X-Men sort of reboot happened, the whole thing is they wanted they wanted no name people for the new cast of characters. Whereas with the Avengers thing, they're getting famous people to fill the roles. Right. You know? No. Yeah. I mean, it's super sort of ish there's a gray area but for the most part there's a difference there these are also this is also two very uneducated opinions of people who like don't even really like superhero movies i mean i don't (laughs) yeah you don't really i'm sort of like mentally exhausted just talking about this it's true i'm so happy that they're kind of fading out of fad i mean i know that there's so many planned for the next few years but i think they're becoming less of a i'm really excited for the uh the universal monster movie universe how like there's going to be a new mummy and a new oh i love those i love those like tom cruise is going to be in the mummy but it's set in present day and blah 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 that's gonna be i'm into that stuff i'm into more of that like magic-y stuff than i am into these worlds of comics that i never read and don't understand and ultimately will never really enjoy all right we should go to the next one um the next one oh i love the next one let's play it okay play it Hi, Who Weekly. I'm calling to find out more about Pippa Middleton's hooey fiancé and her fiancé's even hooier brother. Related question, is Pippa a who? 
Thanks. Bye. You know, that's a good question. That's a seriously that's a good question. Great question. Um, is Pippa? What's your who? gut? Is Pippa who? Honestly, yeah. That's, it's. I think it's tough. You think no? I think she has them name recognition. I feel like everyone but does know. could you know. pick her out in a crowd? No. No, that's why I'm saying it's tough. I don't know if I could tell you what she looks like because she is so sort of generic brunette white woman looking. Because I know, because um, Kate Middleton, definitely a them, obviously. But I also know what she looks like. If you showed me a picture yeah, of her, I don't know what she's looks so like. beautiful, I would say, oh, that's her. Like, I recognize her smile. I recognize her look. Yes. Pippa, I feel like, got her shine at the wedding when she had a nice butt, which everyone was obsessed with. Remember that awful Ye- thing? Exactly. And so Not this is butt. where things are confusing. She, I think people all know, if, if you went up to a random person and said, what's Kate Middleton's sister's name? They would say Pippa. Right. But I don't the think they'd be able to figure out of a land. Right. But exactly. And, but the problem I have with Pippa is that I always associate her with the member of the royal family whose name will always escape me who wore that sort of tan getup with the really the 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 hat that everyone was making fun of immediately that sort of looked like who like a goatsy hat you know i mean i i know there are people out there that really love the royal family and pay attention and and know all these names and all these people and these are definitely the thems of the royal family i mean you can't get more them even like the future queen and her sister or whatever but in a, as far as like in America and people who only casually, these are definitely, uh, she's definitely a who, at least to me. Pippa looks like her sister. Pippa looks like um, Kate, essentially, but different, slightly different. So the call is about Pippa is engaged. Um, there are all these rumors that Pippa was like going to date uh uh, the brother harry remember that harry, whole yeah. thing he was like that was fun anyways uh because the narrative has always been pippa's jealous of kate and pippa wants to one-up kate i mean and so all the go- all, I mean, but i'm saying all the gossip mags for years have been saying like pippa wants nothing more than to usurp kate and to be more famous with kate okay so um pippa middleton has been in the news recently well first of all we we decided that she is technically of them i think it's rough i think there's a gray area if you i would say though if we're so unclear she's a them because usually if you err on yeah okay I, I would she's, she's a them. them at least for the time being um she has been dating this guy and i'm not sure if she's actually confirmed this relationship but we've all seen her engagement ring everyone's been freaking out about her enormous engagement ring she has been dating this guy and is now allegedly engaged to a man named james matthews and he's this really rich hedge fund guy whatever very boring there's not much to know about this guy what's interesting and the reason that this story is worth talking about is because james is not just some random rich hedge fund guy he actually has a connection to British pop culture. And that connection is his brother, whose name is Spencer Matthews. And Spencer Matthews is famous in his own right because he is a star of the show Made in Chelsea, which, again, Lindsay and I are not British, so we don't... A reality show. But as far as I can tell, Made in Chelsea is sort of the um, wealthier version of The Only Way is Essex, where you've got uh, kind of people being trashy on screen every week. But instead of... Uh, sort of 
uh, suburban town, they are wealthy. So it's it's like rich kids of 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 Instagram. My my argument is that reality shows are all yeah. trashy, no matter how wealthy you are. I mean, that's like saying like, oh, uh, the Beverly, uh, the Housewives of Beverly Hills aren't trashy because they're rich. It's uh, actually they're <laughs> still quite trashy. Even though that they're wealthy, I googled him, Spencer Matthews, to kind of get a sense of what role he plays and like okay. his vibe. And I got this article: Maiden Chelsea Lothario, Spencer Matthews, compares breaking up with a girlfriend to finishing his favorite oh TV God. series. <laughs> then the article is just kind of like he's known for breaking people's hearts. I guess he dressed up as Cupid for a new show, and there's a picture of him with like a bow and arrow and wings. Oh my God. Uh, and he, you know, his whole thing is that he's kind of a heartbreaker. So I've never watched a show. I don't quite know what's up. But let's just say that is kind of the vibe. And then also. He, he looks like he would be a contestant on The Bachelorette. Yeah. He's like yeah. conventionally attractive. His brother is actually James Matthews. The one that she's marrying is more interesting looking. Um, and I learned that because I read Us Weekly's Pippa Middleton's fiance, James Matthews, Five Things to Know. Do you want to know them? Tell me the five things. Okay, number one, he started his own business. Did you know that? Did you? They all start their own businesses. All right, number two, he's super athletic. Okay, number three. Number three, he attended the same boarding school as Prince William and Prince Harry. Don't all rich people attend they the same They all school? attend the same boarding school. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston attended that boarding school too. All right, moving on. Number four. Ugh. His younger brother is a reality star. We knew that. Oh, Spencer was also on the reality TV game show. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. How embarrassing for their whole family. <laughs> oh, God. Number five. Wait. Number five is a is out of left field. You ready for this one? Yes. His older brother died climbing Mount Everest. Oh, my God. I know. You weren't expecting that, and neither was I. Isn't that awful? Rich people think the rules do not apply to them. Everest does not want you on it. Wait, this is awful. His older brother, Michael Matthews, became the youngest Brit to reach the top of Mount Everest at the age of 22 before his death during the descent. Isn't that supposed to be the easy part? I don't think any part of Everest is easy. <laughs> okay, true. I don't want to disrespect Everest, them. I just like, I cannot get behind anyone climbing Mount Everest. I think it's so stupid. It really I will is never a be rich impressed people's game, isn't it? It's true. It's such a rich yeah, because you game. Need, because you need to hire a, a, like, a, someone in the area who has lungs who are capable of doing You have to pay people to risk their lives to take you up there. I know. It's, it's garbage. It's a rich man's game, and it's a, it's it's... Just a huge risk, and okay. I think it's awful. All right. Glad we have your opinion on this. Um, we can move on now. I feel like we know everything. This is it. Oh, my God. Last call. Save the – I don't know. I wouldn't even call it the best for last. It's just really good. Hey, y'all. This is Nick from New York. Love the live show. Uh, I'm calling because I want to know who or what a Whitney Port is. Uh, I saw reference to her – in a refinery article that told me what uh, celebrity house I should have based on my sign. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so uh, did he get Whitney Port's house? Is that why? I wonder what the answer I think was. So. Um, Whitney Port. This is easy. This is quick. Whitney Port um, starred in uh, The Hills and then starred in The City. 
She is probably the most boring reality star to ever get her own reality series as a spinoff. I mean, I literally can't think of anyone more um, boring who somehow conned everyone into giving conned anyone into giving her her own show. Can you? Yeah, but the city didn't last long. True, but remember um, how boring it was? It was unbelievably boring. I didn't watch it, but I always think of I don't know who it was actually. I think it was Michael K. A. Delisted. Um, would always refer to or referred to her a couple times and it was ingrained in my memory um referred to whitney port's role on the show the hills um the only reason she existed on the hills was to ask everyone else what they did that weekend Elsie <laughs> would come into their internship didn't they work at teen vogue mm-hmm, and they'd come into work and whitney would go hey what's how's your weekend the thing about Whitney is that I think for a lot of this was in real life, she was actually kind of good at her job, which made her extremely boring as a reality star. But then also she got the job in the city that's, and that's why she got her own show because she got this better job and she was actually kind of good at the job. Yeah, you that's know? a good point. You know, um, now she's just does like lifestyle stuff. I mean, she, I don't even know. She does, she has a blog. I think she has a bunch of like fashion lines, various, she had a kid, I think. Does she have a kid? I'm not sure that she has a kid. I think she does. Yeah, because her Instagram bio is designer, wife, daughter, sister, aunt, friend, boss, baker, snack mom. Actually, I don't know if that initially means she's a mom. Snow globe collector. (laughs) That's her bio on Instagram. (laughs) I don't know if she has a kid. She seems... The thing about her is that she seems so boring that she must be a nice and normal person in real life. That's always the case. If a celebrity is so boring that it's, like, just painful, usually it means in real life they're fine. You know? Yeah. Right? Hold on. I'm... What are you Googling We right can now? cut this, but... Oh, that's who it is. This this counts. I was thinking of uh, another... Hooey snow globe collector because I knew I read about this recently. Stop it. Do, can you name another who who no. collects snow globes? No. Oh my god, just guess. I want to see how far away you are from this. Another hooey person that collects snow globes. Uh... A literal who who connect who collects snow globes. And they had a people feature at the end of last year where she showed off her collection, and it is bonkers, Lindsay. It's bonkers. It fills her dining room. I don't even know where to go in this direction. Why don't you just tell me? Just pick a name. It doesn't matter. I just want to hear a name. Um, Does Ariel Winter have a snow globe collection, Bobby? No. Melissa Rivers has a snow globe collection. Oh, my God. What's weird is that I feel like snow globes is a very basic collection. They're literally made for people to collect. So if you collect snow globes, you're kind of a basic person. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're, you're, yeah, you're following orders basically. Literally, like you go to a gift shop and they're like, here are a bunch of snow globes to buy for your snow globe collection. You're like, do I have a snow globe <laughs> collection? I guess. And then you buy one, you know? Oh, I'm watching the video. She's showing off her really clever okay. Arizona snow globe and the snowman is melted. So it's just a hat and a pile of water. Oh my God. I mean, do you get it, Lindsay? I, uh, yeah, I get it. That makes me want to start collecting snow globes. They take yeah. up so much space, and they're not even that cute, and they're pretty cheap when you buy them cheaply. Anyways, they, they really only not... look good whenever it's your your shelves are completely filled with them. Like you need quantity for them not to look shitty. Yeah. So I went through uh, Whitney Port's uh, Instagram quite a while, and she does not have a kid because it has not shown up in like four hundred. Yeah, I didn't think so. Why yeah. is she calling herself a mother? Snack mom. 
Her husband's hot. Anyways, this is so boring, just like Whitney Port. Um, and I think we are done with this episode, which has been yeah, so long. We have to be done. Um, thank you so much. I feel like this was a catch up because we did the live show and we missed a bunch of like topics, hot topics. So hope we covered um, a bunch of them for you. Yeah, it was fun. We got a lot done. As always, please review and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot, honestly, and people finding out about the show and knowing to listen to it, weirdly, just it affects the whole thing a lot. And telling your friends also is the nicest thing ever we could ever ask for. Keep on calling us, 619-WHO-THEM. We will hopefully get to your question. Um, we get a bunch of them. We try our best. Uh, uh, that's it, I think. And that's it. Have a good one. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. You will drive us. Yeah, yeah, they want to know. Hey. 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 I want to be famous. I will never know Ali Fedotowski's baby's name. Ever.